Moses is just watching over the flock of his father-in-law's sheep when this fire catches his eye. Scripture tells us what he uttered aloud, I must turn aside and see this great sight. So Moses goes and looks, and the Lord, in seeing Moses turn aside, calls to him. And once God gets Moses' attention, he gives these peculiar instructions. Remove your sandals, because this is holy ground. Moses removes his sandals, but I wonder if in doing so, he thinks to himself, here, on this mountain, this mountain called Horeb, also known as a wasteland, this is holy ground. All summer, we've watched how Jesus shows up where the people are, by the water, on the water, and now we see that God shows up beyond the wilderness, as the Bible describes it, where Moses is at work tending to his sheep. God finds God's people no matter where they are, creating a holy ground in the unexpected ordinary places, a place that is now holy just because it's a place where God has chosen to reveal themselves. Right within Moses' day-to-day life, it's now a holy place, all because Moses was curious and turned aside to see this bush he caught burning out of the corner of his eye. It wasn't at church or in a chapel. It wasn't at Montreat or the church-wide retreat. Moses is at work, living his ordinary life. Sometimes noticing God takes leaving. It takes going to these faraway places, places that others have deemed as thin places in life, places where heaven and earth are seemingly inches apart, places where you just know that God's presence is with you. Sometimes it's all the more obvious when you've stayed up late at night on the screened-in porch at Montreat, and in your sleep deprivation and both the silliness and the seriousness, you know that God is with you. Noticing God might take sitting down at the breakfast table at the congregational retreat with someone you don't know that well, but that's where the seat is open, and now you get to know one another. Noticing God might require being in these different places with these different people, because sometimes it can be easier when we're out of our ordinary to notice God. In those places, we're expecting the unexpected, and so less of our inhibitions can get in the way of these holy encounters. We often build up expectations of these encounters when we go away to places like Montreat. We've heard the stories of those who have gone before us, and so we go, "Ah, in this place, I will encounter God. When we go, we expect the same thing for ourselves. But Moses' experience shows us that God finds us in the ordinary, too. We don't have to go far away. We don't have to be in a group. We can be in our ordinary lives simply curious enough to notice the bush on fire. Moses' curiosity leads to a conversation with God and to a call from God for Moses' life to free their people from Egypt. God makes use of human curiosity for God's own purposes. Curiosity leads to call, writes Tom Freedom. God makes use of human curiosity. 
I think we would all like to believe that we would notice the burning bush if we were the ones who spotted it. Like Moses, our curiosity would be piqued and we'd saunter on over to the bush. But I wonder if your first reaction might be what I know my first reaction might be. My body would fill with pure panic and concern. And if I didn't just freeze at this sight, I'd be running around trying to find a bucket to throw water on this burning bush. I would not be stopping to notice that the bush is not being consumed. My reaction would be a lot less chill than Moses's casual, I'm going to go take a look at this bush. But God works in our curiosity. God makes use of our curiosity. God works in our letting go of a moment and making room for the unexpected mystery that can come in our lives. And of course, there are some moments where you do have to grab the bucket and put out the fire because sometimes that's what needs to happen. But there are other moments that call us to be curious. God asks us to remain open to seeing God at work to expect God in the everydayness of our lives. English poet Elizabeth Barrett Browning writes, Earth's crammed with heaven, and every common bush afire with God. But only he who sees takes off his shoes. The rest sit round it and pluck blackberries and dab their natural faces unaware. Earth's crammed with heaven, and every bush afire with God. And it's only those who see it who take off their shoes. It's only the ones who notice God's presence in the ordinary who see it. The ordinary becomes sacred because we can see God's presence within it. We can see God in our jobs, whether tending to the sheep or perhaps tending to those who are sick in the hospital. In our jobs, when a new coworker asks us if we'd like to grab lunch and soon we can't help but keep talking. In our children, when they teach us something new about the world. In our families, when someone catches us off guard with a moment of grace and kindness. In retirement, when we find ourselves able to say yes to a few more things than before. In our church family, when the phone rings, and it's someone asking if we've considered sharing our gifts within a particular ministry. As part of my professional and spiritual growth as a pastor, I see a spiritual director who at the end of every session asks me, what might God's invitation in all of this be to you? Even as a pastor, sometimes this question is a difficult one to parse the answer out to. But it's a question worth asking whether you are a pastor or a congregant. What might God's invitation in all this be to you? Because Moses' encounter with God invites us to carry ourselves with a posture of noticing. Because God's invitation comes in the everyday of our lives. Adopting this posture of noticing allows us to notice the places where God's presence is as eye-catching as a burning bush. And in the places where God seems absent, adopting this posture of noticing allows us to begin taking second glances, to look again, to turn aside, and to eventually be able to find the helpers, Christ's love in that place too. And we might even notice the ways that we can share God's love in that place as well. Outside of weddings, we don't really receive too many formal invitations these days. 
but consider this your formal invitation. God wants you to notice the burning bush. God wants you to hear your call. This isn't a one-time event where if you miss out, it's too late. But rather, God's invitations keep coming and coming for us. God's invitation to notice is here for each of us. So walk through the world noticing. Noticing the places where God's presence is palpable. Be curious about the places you wonder if God's presence is absent. And be curious about where it is you might join in. And delight when God surprises you in your ordinary life. Amen.